Hello, and welcome to the Denali Lord Nutrition and Wellness Podcast. My name is Denali Lord. I'm a registered dietitian, mindset coach, and fitness professional. We've been talking about SMART goals. SMART goals are goals that are very descriptive, they're very well-defined, and they can help us achieve a goal, whether it's a lifelong goal or whether it's a smaller, more short-term goal, more efficiently. So yesterday we talked about the S in SMART goals. It was specific. So making our goal as specific as possible. Focusing on the who, the what, the when, and most importantly, the why of our goal. Being in touch with our why is the easiest, most clearest way to get exactly where and how we need to go about doing and achieving our goal. The M in SMART goal stands for measurable. So how are we going to measure our goals? Do measure our goal in order to keep track and evaluate our successes, our wins, and any kind of challenges or obstacles that we might interact with during the time of our goal. There are several ways that we can measure something. And I wanted to keep this broad because I know a lot of people are listening and they might have a different goal in mind. Some of your goals might be health related. Some of these might be professional related, meaning you're searching for a job or you're trying to change your career. This might be a self-confidence or a self-love. So it's, it's something that we want to quantify in order to keep things objective. You can measure things subjectively, but as far as the accuracy of what we are actually trying to do doesn't always come about or it doesn't always yield something that's successful and reliable. So here are some common ways to measure depending upon what your goal is. So say that your goal is weight loss. So we've already had a podcast on how often I feel that individuals should weigh themselves. And unless you are trying to track your fluid losses and gains, daily feels like it's a bit excessive because you're not going to get as accurate of a picture of your weight loss as say every week or bi-weekly, every other week or even monthly, and monthly might seem a little scary. So that's where the weekly or bi-weekly might be a more attainable or realistic um, standard for you. And we're gonna talk about attainability and our goals being realistic this week. So definitely stay tuned for that. Another great way to evaluate whether or not the changes that you're making are working to help you achieve your goal is tracking body fat percentage. So our body is made up of body fat, muscle mass, and bone. And there are machines that can basically determine how much body fat you have. There are machines that are really simple like calipers. There's something that's a lot more complex like a DEXA machine or um, a bod pod machine, as well as hydrostatic weighing. Those are typically found at research centers like universities, and they may not be the most accessible. Body calipers are pretty common. 
there's also bioelectrical impedance that a lot of gems have. You stand on it and then you hold um, two little, they look like arm bars, and that can estimate your body fat percentage. There are some testing parameters around that, which if you work with a trainer or work with a dietitian, they should be aware of those parameters. Like ladies, don't go have your body fat tested when it's the week before your cycle or during your cycle as that's going to skew your results. Um, obviously medications can skew results, but having your body fat percentage is often an excellent way to determine if a change is being made. Because for a lot of people, they may not see that big of a difference on the scale, but they may notice their body fat went down, their muscle mass went up, and that's a huge factor. Another way to determine if you're losing weight or your body is changing, your body composition is changing, is by your clothing size. So remember, muscle weighs more than fat. If you compare a pound of muscle versus a pound of fat, yes, they're the same, but the body composition feels different. Fat is one, it has no blood flow to it. So it's this yellow kind of visceral looking substance and muscle has a bunch of oxygen to it. Muscle can store water, which is why muscle is more dense than fat because fat is hydrophobic. It does not attract water. In fact, it actually repels water. If you ever, if you have ever put oil and water together, they won't mix, right? Literally they repel each other. So before I go off on a tangent, um, there's different ways to measure our body composition, our weight or clothing size to all get the same, same idea of have we lost weight? Have we gained weight? Okay, say that we're focusing on changing our career. That could look like, do I apply for different jobs? How many jobs did I apply for? How many interviews did I get? How many job offers did I get? Again, if you're working on your health, it could be, especially in relation to sleep, how many hours of sleep did I get? What's the average sleep? How many hours of REM sleep did I get? How many times did I wake up at night? All of these factor into the overall quality of our sleep. If you're working on drinking and maybe drinking or smoking cessation, how often did I drink? How many cigarettes did I smoke a day? Be certain behaviors and habits that we're trying to break, definitely keeping trapped and quantifying the number of drinks or the number of cigarettes that we're smoking is really important. Maybe you're working on drinking more water. So you might want to measure that of how many ounces a day did I drink or how many cups of water did I drink per day? Other goals we might have is um, trying to watch less TVs. How many hours of TV did I watch this week? Or how many TV shows? Most TV shows are about 45 to 50 minutes once you take out the commercial breaks. I know, there's 15 to 20 minutes on average of commercials. That's a lot. So really today, I just wanted to give you an idea of ways that you can measure besides weighing yourself um, or counting calories. That's a, a common way people measure their food. There are, so let's talk about that. There's other ways that you can measure 
the health concentration of your food besides calories. One, calories, if we're so fixated on eating a number of calories, we might actually be missing out on a lot of nutritive benefits. So say, for example, you had a thousand calories worth of candy, okay, M&M's, Snickers, Twizzlers, Starburst, whatever your favorite candies are, and then a thousand calories worth of vegetables. Do you know how much vegetables you'd have to eat to get a thousand calories versus eating a thousand calories of candy? The volume of food for vegetables would be substantially larger than the volume of food composed of just candy to reach that thousand calorie mark. So another way, if you are working on changing your diet in relation to eating a more nutritious diet is how many servings of fruits and vegetables can you get? Or how many servings of fruits and vegetables can you eat at each meal? See how you could keep going and keep digging into it? So I encourage you today, take five to 10 minutes, think about your goal and all the different ways that you could measure this. And then I want you to pick your top two or three ways that you can measure it. And if you only get two or three different ways you can measure it, awesome, cool. As long as you've got a couple, when you only have one way to measure something, there's usually another way to look at it, right? It's just another approach It's just like looking through a different colored lens. If we see something only through one color, it's hard to see that other color. So opening your mind, right? Having that abundance or positive or growth mindset. So think about those ways that you can measure. Guys, if you have any questions about how to measure, please feel free to email me info at denalilord.com or you can also reach out to me on social media denali underscore lord have an awesome rest of your day and i'll talk to you guys soon